Tasty Wine Taste Podcast. Welcome to the new episode of the Wine Taste Podcast. This is Antonello Biancalana and as usual we are going to talk about the best wine of the past month and so in this case we are going to talk about April 2022. We received as usual so many wines and reviewed so many wines and you of course can find them all in our wine guide website, mobile application and all the rest as usual and among the many that we had so beautiful wines indeed we needed to make a choice and just pick one and award it to be the best for April 2022. We are talking about Tuscany and this certainly is one of the leading wine areas and region that we have in Italy and it is worldwide famous in each corner of our planet and of course the wines in this region, red wines in particular, are all showing very high quality. And of course, the wine that we are going to award to be the best for April 2022 is no exception. The winery making the best wine for April 2022 is Tenuta di Capezzana. We are in province of Prato. For those who are not familiar with the geography of Tuscany, we are not so far from Florence, northwest from Florence, so not so far from here. We are talking about one of the oldest wine areas that we have in Tuscany, and the name of this area is Carmignano, which is also recognized as a denominazione d'origine controllata e garantita in Italy, so the highest ranking that we have in our quality system, and here production of wine is testified and well documented and started since 804 after Christ, so it is now more 1,200 years that in Carmignano area they are making wines. And Tenuta di Capezzana is one of the oldest wineries that we have in this area and in Tuscany. The wines of Tenuta di Capezzana are certainly renowned everywhere in the world and in particular for the Carmignano wines, but we are not going to talk about the Carmignano DOCG, but indeed about an IGT wine which is named after one of the most important figures in this winery and in the history of the Italian wine. And the name of the wine and the figure is Ugo Contini Bonacossi, who contributed very much to the progress and to the development of Tenuta di Capezzana, not to mention to the Carmignano wine area and the winemaking in Tuscany, not the least. So the wine that we are talking about is this Ugo Contini Bonacossi, 2016, it is a 100% Sangiovese, so it is not the typical grape blending that they have in Carmignano, but here we are talking about one of the most important grapes in Tuscany and in Italy, and it is a Sangiovese. 
The wine, like I said, is named after Ugo Contini Bonacossi and the grapes, the Sangiovese grapes, are harvested in the Vigna Viticiana, so Viticiana Vineyards, and it is a vineyard started by Ugo Contini Bonacossi, and so it's a tribute, of course, a double tribute to this leading figures in Tenuta di Capezzana. In the winery we have winemaker Benedetta Contini Bonacossi, and she's proving to make stellar wines not just for the Sugo Contini Bonacossi wine, but also for the whole wine range that they sent us for reviewing, not to mention the Carmignano wines and the Barco Reale di Carmignano, which is another appellation in this area, and the white wine Trebbiana, which is also another flagship wine in this winery. Let's talk about the wine, of course, and like I said, it is 100% Sangiovese, and then the wine undergoes 18 months in barrique, and after that at least 12 months in bottle, for an absolutely astounding and stellar result. And so, this is what we are going to do now, so to virtually and ideally pour the wine in our glasses and start the tasting of this beautiful wine. I would add that certainly vintage contributed and quite a lot to the excellence of this wine. 2016, it should be said, is certainly one of the very best in the last 10 years or so, not the only one, because 2015 too has proven to be a magnificent vintage, not to mention 2013, and certainly 2016 will be and is one of the vintages that we are certainly have one of the fondest memories when it comes to red wines in general and in Tuscany wines as a matter of fact. So let's start the tasting of the wine. We have already to ideally poured the wine in our glass and so we are focusing on the first aspect of the wine tasting and this is appearance of course. By tilting the glass over a white surface, we are going to observe the base of the glass in which we can see an intense ruby red color and the transparency evaluated by putting an object between the glass and the white surface, a finger for example, will reveal a low transparency so we can barely see the finger. By observing towards the opening of the glass where the wine is thinnest, we can observe a garnet red hue. And of course, the wine starts to show its age. It is a sixth year old wine after all. It is, should also be considered as a Sangiovese. Although Sangiovese can make long-lasting wines and this certainly is the case because, in my opinion, this wine can be enjoyed for the decades to come for sure. So it is showing a garnet red color and it is quite normal for Sangiovese wines. Let's move on and uh, let's focus on the most amazing and exciting part, at least to me, of any wine testing. And yes, you know, I'm talking about the olfactory profile and so the aromas emerging from the glass. 
by holding the glass in vertical position and without swirling, we are going to assess the opening of the wine. So the first aromas coming up from the glass and in a sort could be said that they are the identifying aromas in any wine. From the glass we can perceive intense, clean, pleasing, refined and absolutely elegant aromas in which we easily recognize plum, black cherry and dried violet. I would say this is a typical opening for Sangiovese wine and Ugo Contini Bonacossi is no exception in this sense and after that by swirling the glass and this will favor the development of the other aromas let's do a second smell in which we can appreciate dried rose, blackberry, raspberry, blueberry all of them being a typical fruit that we usually perceive in Sangiovese wine and after that, the long tertiary aroma sequence given by time and of course by the aging in wood and pato, in which we can recognize cocoa, licorice, tobacco, cinnamon, leather, cigar box, an absolutely elegant touch, and then maize, vanilla, and the refreshing and elegant balsamic touch, in which we can certainly recognize eucalyptus. An absolutely impeccable nose, very clean, one aroma following another, one absolutely not covering the other one, so I like to say a very, very clean reading of the aromas emerging from the glass. Impeccable nose, an absolutely well-made wine with no fault at all. Let's move on and uh, proceed to the gustatory profile of the wine and the first thing that we are going to assess is the attack. So the first sensation that we receive in the mouth at the first sip. Let's take this sip and the mouth uh, we can certainly perceive a properly tannic attack. So tannins are there we can perceive there. However, they are already ripe and well round, absolutely agreeable, and uh, promptly balanced both by the effect of the alcohol and the roundness of time, not to mention a full body, and then the pleasing crisp acidity of Sangiovese refreshing both the mouth and balance. In the mouth, we can certainly perceive the flavors of plum, black cherry, blackberry and raspberries. In this sense, the wine has an excellent correspondence to the nose, absolutely elegant and well made for sure. Let's move on and proceed to the final phase of the tasting and this is the finish of the wine, in particular the evaluation of the taste olfactory persistence of for how long the wine can be perceived in the mouth before it will fade away. The persistence of the wine is absolutely very long, we can easily count more than 12 seconds before the wine fades away, and in this sense we'll still perceive the pleasing astringency of tannins and drownness and the effect of the alcohol and the pleasing crispness of acidity. In all of that, we can still perceive plum, black cherry and blackberry. An absolutely well-made wine, impeccable, 
Certainly deserving the wine taste 5 diamonds and the title for best wine for April 2022. My congratulations of course to Tenuta di Capezzana Winery and to winemaker Benedetta Contini Bonacossi. She absolutely is making a beautiful job in this winery, not to mention all the rest of the wines, like I said, in the whole range that they sent us for reviewing. Okay, my 10 minutes are over, and so this is the end of the podcast. And I would like, as usual, to thank all of our readers for listening to our podcast at each episode. You are always so many. We truly appreciate that. Not to mention the remarks and your opinions and thoughts that you are sending to our editorial main. We appreciate that a lot. And uh, let me also wish you all to have a good wine in moderation provided it is always a quality wine such as Sugo Contini Bonacossi 2016 by Tenuta di Capezzana Winery, the wine taste 5 diamonds and best wine for April 2022. The Wine Taste Podcast.